Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Um, I am going to begin with dreams. And I hesitate to begin with dreams. And I hesitate even to speak about dreams, in part because I am aware of the fact that other people's dreams, even though they sound like something we should be interested in, can be among the most boring and uninteresting things on the face of the earth. Henry James, the great writer, said, tell a dream, lose a reader. And how many of us know people who want to tell you at great length their dreams, which are so alive to them and so real and so vivid, and yet to us, they're just imaginations that we can't even connect to. Maybe they are fascinating to therapists. Certainly they are fascinating to dreamers, but to the average listener, our tolerance for dreams is pretty low. And perhaps that is why, although I'm sure there are deeper reasons as well, but perhaps that is why the Torah does not, in fact, spend that much time telling us about dreams. We get the dream of um, Avraham in the Brit Ben Habitarim, the covenant between the pieces, and then the great burden of dream telling is between Yaakov and Yosef, between Jacob and Isaac. And Jacob's dream, of course, is the ladder of the angels ascending and descending. Then, by the way, he has a dream which not everybody notices that leads him to use the stripes and the canes in front of the sheep to get his proper wages from Lavan. That's a dream that he, we actually don't see, but he relates it to Rachel and Leah. And then there is his struggle, which some commentators believe is a dream that we heard about this morning so beautifully in the speeches of Tiffany and Isabella when they talked about Jacob's wrestling with the angel. But let us assume that in one way or another, whether real or not, that struggle was also a dream. And then you come to next week to Joseph's dreams about his brothers bowing down to him. And then later on the dreams that he interprets both in the prison of the cupbearer and the baker and later the dreams, of course, of Pharaoh. There is a crucial difference between the dreams of Abraham and Jacob and the dreams of Joseph. And that difference illuminates something so important about who we are as Jews, that we should keep this in mind. First of all, as the Meha um, Shiloach points out, the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was the time of separating the Jewish people from the rest of the world. It's when we had to say, we know that everybody else believes this, but actually our belief, what we hold tight, what we hold dear is different. 
And Avraham is called an Ivri because Ivri comes from the Hebrew Aver. That is, Aver is over there. Everybody's on one side of the world and we are on the other. But then we come to Jacob's children and to Joseph. And now the great struggle is not to say the tribe of Israel is different from the rest of the world that has been established. Now the great struggle is inside the tribe of Israel, who has what mission? That is distinctions among ourselves. What is Reuven supposed to do? What is Yehuda supposed to do? And, and Yisachar and Zavulun and Shimon and Levi, what are all the members of the tribe supposed to do in order to make Jewish life, in order to make Israel full? And that, says the Me'ashiloach, is the difference between the beginning and the, of Jacob's story and the end. It is going from a separation from the world to separations and distinct roles inside the people. And when I read that, I realized how much the dreams involved emphasize that difference. Think for a second about Yaakov's two major dreams. One is the ladder that connects heaven and earth and the angels. And the other is the struggle with the angel and the necessity of the angel to go back when the dawn breaks. Now think about Joseph's dreams. He imagines the sheaves bowing down to him, which are his brothers. He imagines the stars and the sun and the moon bowing down to him, which are his brothers and his parents. And what is the difference? The difference is one is a dream of faith and one is a dream of action in the world. The foundation of the Jewish people had to be laid with dreams of God and of faith. That was the task of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. That's why they're the Avot. They are the dreams that connect heaven and earth. And then you come to Yosef. Yosef, who is born into this faith already who has it in his DNA, it is not new, it is an established faith now in the world. He knows his father's dreams. He understands because he says it again and again that where he is led in his life, he has been led by God. That's why the tradition calls him Yosef HaTzadik because every time Joseph opens his mouth when he's in Egypt, he says, God led me here. God told me how to interpret dreams. But now, Joseph has to use the faith he has been given as a background to the skill that he must have in the world to carry out a mission. And this duality has always been part of the Jewish mission. That is, we come into the world as a people with a distinct belief and faith, and yet, we don't dwell entirely in the realm of spiritual knowledge alone. We don't go off to mountaintops and live isolated lives. No. We assume that faith is the essential background to the dreams we try to accomplish in this world. 
to the things we try to achieve right here. We want to be Jacob and Joseph. We want to understand ladders to the heaven and also the practicalities of life that enable us to accomplish good things in this world. That's part of the ambiguity in Hebrew and in English of the word dream, chalom. It refers not only to something that happens at night when you are asleep, but to something that you imagine during the day. You say, I have dreams. And you don't mean that you fall asleep and you have images that come to your mind. That's true of everyone. You mean that you have things you want to do in the world, things you wish to accomplish, that you want to be Joseph, that you want to be able to carry out projects. And we don't believe in our tradition that God pulls us away from that world, but rather leads us into it. That dreams are a way that we both take inspiration and learn a path forward. So Jacob and Joseph, like every different generation, have different dreams. And I think over the past months, we have had time and the space to have dreams about what it is that we want to do and what it is that we want to accomplish when once again, the world will open a pathway for us to re-enter. I hope that we have had some of Jacob's dreams, some dreams of spiritual strength and spiritual solace. And then when the world reopens, God willing, we will be able to have Joseph's dreams, dreams of what we can do what we can accomplish, what all of us as Israel and as human beings will be able to carry forth in this world. You know, the idea that Jacob and Joseph bequeathed to us a legacy of dreams, that has been a constant touchstone throughout Jewish history. We have and always will have not only dreams of the way the world should be, but dreams of how to get there, inspired by ladders that reach the heavens and powers that move on earth. So let us keep dreaming dreams of spirit and dreams of achievement, dreams of Jacob, dreams of Joseph. Together, they are the dreams of Israel. Shabbat Shalom.